What's up, everybody? This is Luigi with the Wrestle Your Perception podcast. We got Mario Ciccarello on the show today, and Mario is an ultra marathon runner, obstacle course racer. Um, him and I just completed a hundred mile dunes race in Tequesta, Florida, and we got him on today to talk about it. And he's got a whole bunch of other stuff that's going on in his life, and he's got a really cool story. So. Let's um, let's have a talk with Marv today. I call him Marv. What's up, Mario? That intro deserves an applause. We also got Alex here too. Alex is just hanging out, and he'll be on the podcast sooner or later. I'm just, but here. he's just hanging out. He's hanging out, supporting Marv. I don't know how I got here. So and so for everybody listening, my name's Mario. Alex's name is Alex, but Luigi calls me Marv, and he calls him Alibaba. So if or, you're Baba, here, or Baba, Baba, or Bob. It's it's. it's so you're gonna hear a lot of different names, but there's, it's only there's only there's three only, of us. Only three there's of us. only three of us. And, sitting I, and here. I call him Marty. So there's someone another. Yeah. One so there's another. There's Marty, Melvin. All right, guys. That's enough of that. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> so so what's up, Luigi? So we did the hundred mile race, and this is actually probably the third podcast that we this did the because, third the, pod- <laughs> because the rest of them got messed up. So this is number three. Third times a charm. Third times a charm. I think we're gonna make it happen. So, dude. What a what a freaking experience that was! The hundred what the the two other podcasts? <laughs> no, no, the hundred miles that we did. The hundred miles. No, I mean, the, the the hundred the hundred miler. We did the dunes. Tequesta or Hope Sound? Is this the same dude, area? Jupiter, same Tequesta. Area? I don't know. Tw- Jonathan Dickinson I'm State Park. Here. I'm still not from here. That's where it was at. But um, yeah, we did the hundred miler, Luigi and I, and you know we we spoke about it on the last one but you guys won't ever hear that one but on this one we'll speak about it again and um you know me luigi and myself did the 100 miler and there's a lot of different things that we're going to probably talk about but one of the biggest things is that not to sound you know corny or whatever the case may be but it's just true like we we stood together the whole time which was which was crazy everybody kept telling us how crazy that was that we you know because over 100 miles a lot of things can happen people are at different levels of fitness you know, people people might want to take off, and at times I did, and you know, we spoke about how you slowed me down when I needed to be slowed down, but we stayed together, bro. So I, I'm, and as you know, I, as the time goes on, I look back, I'm, I, I really wouldn't have had it any other way. You know? No, man, it worked out awesome. Just the fact that we were both um, doing it together, and when you pushed, I had to keep up with you because I wanted to, we wanted to stay together, and then when I pushed, you had to keep up with me, and it was vice versa, and we both push each other and really had to dig to get through it but that's that's what happened in the end so I mean first thing out I mean starting out what did you um, how long did you train for it beforehand well I've been training you know you know personally how I've been training you know since last year we did the 50 yeah for those you know everyone listening we, me and Luigi we did the 50 miler dunes race last year and that was where you know, the race directors of Down to Run, Andre and, and Ludi Chavez, they told us, now you have to come back and do the 100. And that's what we did. So, but I've been training now for a couple of years, running very diligently and, and consistently. And, you know, as time goes on, more and more. You know, at times I ramp up too fast and I've hurt myself. You know, you know that. Mm-hmm. But for the 100 milers specifically, I was training from basically... I'd, I'd say the beginning of the year, so January, 
was when I really like ramped up my running. Me too. To to really get ready, you know, I I, I kept myself in great shape before that, so that at any moment's time I could do any event that I really really wanted to do. But to do the hundred miler, it just took that volume, and and you know I I put up a lot of volume leading up to that race. So I trained for a while, and I and and you know I did a lot of different things. Running itself was one of the most beneficial things, but you know I started to do a little bit more a little bit more squats and lunges and stuff like that to try to get my legs you know a little bit stronger because I didn't I I didn't know what would happen. Because for those of you that don't know, the dunes is. Remember we talked about it, eighty percent sand. Yeah, it's not 80% flat. Eighty percent soft it's sand. It's not flat. Florida's flat. Everyone knows Florida's flat. They think that we don't have any crazy races. That one is is, but, is not flat. And not only that, that the dunes there. You got dunes that are like two to three stories high. Dunes yeah. of sand that are just endless. It just seemed like they were endless when, like, especially. Well, they were. We ran a hundred miles. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, we had to do three laps of thirty-three miles and change. That was, that was the race, and. There were so many dunes in that race. There's the dunes of heaven, the dunes of hell. The life uh, And then life there's the sucker. life sucker. That's another section of dunes that they and don't tell the you And then there's the other dunes that don't have a name that are through. Those are the ones where you're getting hit with the spider webs, the, the, the real skinny single trail yep. sand, yep. Where I, the one where I took a poop. That yeah. was that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, pooping in the woods. Yeah, pooping in the woods, nothing like it. We're there now. But, um, yeah, but nobody heard it. Well, actually, Luigi heard it. He was there. Yeah. But, but you know what? I'm glad that we're doing this, and I'm glad that I'm very grateful that we're talking about it still. Because, and and I'm glad that you got this wrestle your perception podcast. It's up and going because you know what it's doing is it's forcing me to continue to remember. Because I'm never for, I'm never gonna forget about that. But you know now it's like we're putting it down in stone, like like what we did. And and there's parts of the race and stuff that pop up at different times and. Because I don't ever want to forget. Yeah. You know, and we're going to do more events. I know That's that. The thing. And yeah. we're going to do more together. And I know me and Alex are going to do a lot of different things together. So I know there's there's more on the horizon. But I don't ever want to forget this. This is our first 100 miler. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, I mean, you hear me say first 100 miler. Some people are going to think that I'm crazy for saying that. Because that insinuates that there's a lot more that I plan on doing. But there is. Yeah. And I know that for you, you know, it might be scattered throughout time. We don't know when. But there's more because something happened when we came across that finish line, and we were sitting there and they were cleaning our feet and you know we were, we were, we were, we were they were they were icing us down and and that pain came over, you know there was the extreme gratitude and there was the the joy and the bliss of like what we just accomplished that was there and you know we both broke down a little bit but then once the pain hit I was like you know I don't have to do this again I did it. I did it. I don't have to do this again. We left two days later. I was like, I'm gonna go probably go back to the dunes. Yeah, you know, and I still don't know if that's gonna happen. Like, I still don't know if I'm going to do that. But like, just the overall experience of making it through that made me feel limitless and unstoppable. Yeah, I know you felt that too. Yeah, and absolutely. You know, I don't. What do you you want? You want me to go into like the? You want to talk about the loops like we did last time? Yeah, man. I mean. The thing is, let's let's start off with the first loop. And I know we're going to jump around. Oh, we're always jumping How could around. you not? With like something. But I think we're a little bit more concise and organized this time. <clears throat> yeah. Um, either way, you know, we've had we've had a little bit of practice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, right. That's good. But the first loop was, um, like Luigi said, it, it, you know, three thirty-three and change mile loops, and for the hundred miler, and then 
the 50 miler that Alex did was two 28 mile loops, 27, <laughs> 27 mile loops, because it was more than a 50 miler. Because because An- Andre Chavez is a sicko, and um, that's the race director. And that's One the race them. director, and and Diego not, also another race Diego director. and Ludi and all the they're, they're not making it easy for you. But but our, our race was 333 mile loops, and when it started off, it started off at 6:30 a.m. Saturday, April 27th. Shout out to my girlfriend. It was her birthday that day, and she was, you know, the best in the world and the most supportive that I was running a 100-mile race on her birthday. I was going to be running from her birthday until it wasn't her birthday, and then even past the next day that wasn't her birthday anymore, I was still going to be running. And she was okay with it, and I got her a giant office cake because she's a super office fan, the show The Office, and, you know, we, we celebrated a couple days beforehand, and I did... You know, I gave her a Dundee Award from the office and just tried to make it a special thing because I knew that she was going to be... She likes the office? She loves the office. No, I, just, I didn't know. Yeah, Bears Beach, <laughs> Battle, Bear, Bears, Bears Beach, Battlestar Galactica. Shout out to Dwight Schrute. Beats, Bears, Battlestar Beats, Galactica. Bears, Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. I screwed up. Well, you so, can tell I'm not the big fan. So we were up. We woke up, what, like 4 o'clock that day? We woke up at 4 o'clock. Another, another um, extreme gratitude shout out was uh, Marcella let us stay at her house who's one of the volunteers and one of a great you know one of our great friends and she she let us all stay you yeah know. we got we got great advice from her and she let us stay in her house she made us dinner it was she awesome this pasta it was great she made me vegan sauce yep because marv's a vegan i'm a vegan and it was delicious she, she made, made me gluten-free pasta made gluten-free yeah the gluten-free pasta, pasta for mr celiac over celiac here celiac over here and um, captain celiac <laughs> so so we woke up at four we didn't know, you know, we got our tail, we got our, our, the biggest, our nutrition and everything ready the night before. Oh, yeah. Well, we got but, everything ready. The biggest thing was, like we said, we saw a sunrise, the sunset, and the sunrise again. All, and all, I'll never forget that. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's we were crazy. up the whole time. Yeah, well, no, we, we might have um, fell asleep a little bit at certain times. But, um, I know but, we didn't. We were up. While we were running. Oh, but <laughs> that's, that's different. We were yeah, still moving. No, I know. I fell asleep while running, and so did you. That's what I mean. Yeah. No, we never went down. Heard of sleep walking, yeah, not sleep running. That was sleep running. That's a real thing. I didn't know that. It really Co- is. Courtney DeWalter talks about that, and that's, I, that's, we've experienced it now through sand. Um, so we woke up. We got to the venue. We, you know, we, we, we pooped. <laughs> we got everything ready, as ready as we can be. We spoke to the you know the directors and we spoke to everybody who was there. There was different. There was multiple different course lengths going on at the same time. So these directors they were running uh, 5k, 10k, half marathon, 50 miler, 50k. I did went out of order. I know that's gonna mess with you. 50k, 50 miler, and 100 miler all at the same time. And a uh, 100 mile relay. And a 100 mile relay, which is like unheard of to, for for such a small group of. I mean, there, it was a decent-sized group of volunteers, but, but for a race group to put on that many races at the same venue at the same time, is that's beautiful. Yeah, DTR is like three people, four yeah. people like, who actually... Like, and then volunteers. And dedicated, super dedicated Super dedicated. Volunteers. Yeah. The, the volunteers are super dedicated. The race directors are all super dedicated. I don't think we could... I mean, I couldn't have finished that race without the volunteers, obviously. No. I'm not no, going to run man, 100 miles. Like, I'm not... Like, to have a, a 100 mile... To do a 100 mile race from point to point with a crew... Would be extremely difficult coming from. I feel like we're spoiled coming from like the volunteer situation of a loop race. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something like Badwater. That's further than 100 miles. But you know, I couldn't even imagine having. And I might look back at this one day and and have have accomplished Badwater, and that'll be cool. But like, I couldn't even imagine having people follow you to give you your nutrition. Right. But the race started. We took off. 
The sun wasn't completely out yet, and it was cool still. It wasn't hot yet, and you know we. What we, was that? The, that, the cool, that being cool, that didn't last. It yeah. didn't. It didn't like last. An hour into long. it, you're like, uh oh. The heat started coming out, but we took. You know, we went out there and we we started we started running, and you know we we fell into a comfortable 11 minute 30 second mile um, 30 second mile for the beginning, if you remember. And and we we stayed like close to each other, but not right on each other because it was still a lot of you know there was a lot of people running and and the pack wasn't thinned out yet. And but we stayed very slow and we agreed to that. And I remember wanting to pull away in the beginning, mm-hmm. and you stopped me and you said, "Marv, let's you know be smart, be smart." And I was and you know later on in the race you were telling me if you you know if you really want to go go and absolutely and, and, and I, I and I had to and I had to step back and say you know I have to I have to listen to you and what you said earlier I have to be smart and thank god I thank god because while I was afraid of the time cutoffs situation at the same time like it worked out exactly how it was supposed to because if I would have pulled away you would have just passed me later at a trot, we stayed so consistent with what we did, mm-hmm. and and we said last time on on the podcast that I want to say again is that you know we we stuck to a strategy that, that we, we didn't have. Yeah, we, we, we stuck we, to a plan that we never made. We never made a yeah, we never made a plan, but we we stood to the plan. That, yeah, man, and, and and it was an unspoken one. And the first loop was good. We felt, I, I mean, we I felt great in the beginning. Everything was uh, you know, everything was everything was good. I wasn't hurting. You know, I went into the race with a little bit of the foot thing that mm-hmm. I had going on. That yeah. I'm getting checked out actually tomorrow. But um, you know, my foot was hurting after mile twenty, and um, it never it never stopped hurting after that. But the thing is that after a while, everything hurt so bad, and I know you'll attest to this that nothing hurt. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like there wasn't like my foot hurt so bad. You know, my shoulders hurt from my traps hurt. From, from moving my arms, you know, my, my, but my quads hurt muscularly, but never cramped. And yeah, I know, and cramp. I know that you didn't cramp. It was awesome. My knees didn't hurt that bad. No. I feel like because a lot of it was through sand. Mm-hmm. I feel like that part of that might have helped. I don't know. I don't know if, what that was. But so the first, the first 33 miles, you know, we took off. We, Eventually, it was just me and you because we weren't by anybody anymore. When the race really took, you know, took off, some people took off, some people fell behind, some people fell out. I don't know what happened because we were running our race, but you know, we would approach the aid stations and we would hydrate and we were making sure that we were taking salt every single hour on the hour. No, like we weren't messing around with the salt situation because once the sun came out, that was all bets are off, man. And, and, that and sun will we suck need the to make a, out of you. We need to make a picture of the old Super Mario level uh, when the sun, the sun when the sun was trying to kill uh, Luigi and Mario. Yeah, and the sun just swoops sun's, down. And tries to fa- it's got the angry face yep. on it. And it's coming down. That's what it was like for for the first two loops, really. Um, the first loop and the, and the third. The third, the, third the, the one, beginning of the third, the beginning of the third, when the sun. No, 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 no. no. Towards the end. Oh, at the end. Yes. When the sun came 11 back. Eleven o'clock, up, ten o'clock. It was hotter then too because yeah. we had some cloud coverage on the Saturday. Yep. And we agreed to each other that, you know, even if it was a fucking, unless it was a downhill, when the sun came out, we walked, mm-hmm. and that was something that we verbally agreed on. And although it was, you know, although. We only had because we had to finish two loops of this race before two thirty a.m. in the morning a.m. 
And, you know, our first loop took us a little while. It took us... Uh, Over eight hours? Yeah, close to ten. Close no, to ten? Clo- uh, was nine, it? No, not like nine-ish. Nine. And um, What was the second one? About the same, and then the third was, was eight. the least. The yeah. third one, we trucked it. We, we, we trucked off like an hour. I remember when we got to... We completed the first loop, and we like we were like, okay, time's on our side. We got to take it slow. We got to feel it out, and that's what we agreed to. We felt it out, and we got through it. We felt good. All right, we got the thirty-three miles done, and throw in anything in there if you remember any funny yeah, incidents fir- or whatever. Fir- the first loop, yeah, on the first loop. Anything funny? I don't. I can't really recall. Um, when we saw when we saw when Alex, we saw Alex yeah, cat in the hat, yeah, cat in the hat. So Alex was wearing a, a huge fucking red hat <laughs> with. With these black tights, big red socks, and Alex is 6'3". A red Solomon. No, no, The no, biggest no. ultra runner you'll ever see. 225 pounds, 6'3", with a big beard, big huge red hat, <laughs> big red fucking hydration pack, big red socks. Red's my favorite color. Yeah, obviously. And so, and so if I can find something in red, I tend to buy it in red. So <laughs> red we see Alex from about... A few hundred yards away, we're like, look at him. It's a fucking cat in the hat. It looked like a hat running. Oh, my God. It just looked like a hat with arms. And, and he was really happy to see us. We were happy to see him, too. Yeah, he was. I, he I, was, need, I needed to see them because I, you know, I was doing the 50. I, I'm not at their level yet. But uh, when I, I just remember seeing them, and it was like I was dead. I'm like, and I just started, I just started my second loop, and I'm heading back out, and I'm just thinking, how am I going to do this? Like, I run a marathon at this point. And I had to do it again. Uh, How am I going to... And then just seeing them, it was like, yeah. Yeah, all right. The fucking cat I in the hat. The I can do this. The bob in the hat. Little did I know these assholes were laughing at me. I'm just... I'm <laughs> no, we, didn't. we said it. We said your no, cat in the hat. We didn't I, laugh at you. We, we just laughed at the way you looked. No, we didn't. We laughed, but we laughed after you were gone. We weren't going to laugh at you then. Well, we laughed before he saw us because we saw him Oh, yeah, first. we saw him and then yeah, we laughed. That's we what, you, said, you actually said cat in the hat. Yeah. I have to give you credit because that was hilarious. On the spot. Yeah, uh, that I was quick. So then... We got through that. That was the highlight of the first loop. And was, then, you was know, seeing Bob. We had we had some good aid station people. Oh, the we, aid had, we had great time with them, and, and uh, they were feeding us. The Mario got chips. a little, little overboard with the aid stations because he liked to talk. Hey, my hospitality because, too. But that's, you know what I mean. My gratitude. But that's but where we come. That's where it comes into play. Where you know we yin and yang. Yeah. Because Mario will sit there and talk with people and hug them, and I'm like, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, yeah. and I gotta remind him, but it's okay. But then I'll, but then I'll be the fucking positive, uh, you know, when 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 I shouldn't be positive person and bring it, it, everyone up. It works out really well from an outsider because, like, they. The funny thing is Mario and Luigi, like the Mario Brothers, right? But I. They're they're like perfectly matched to each other, like a perfect yin yang. You know, Luigi is that. Hard ass. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. And you know he'll he'll pull Mario out from from talking too much. And then Mario <laughs> is that you know super positive, super nice all the time. Who will <laughs> Luigi? Come on, you gotta lighten up a little bit. You know. So it just they they work perfectly. It's amazing. It really is amazing to see. You, I'll tell you. Even though I was the one internally fucking scared of the clock. The whole time I know you, you were, were like time, I was too You were like Time is our friend you, you sound <laughs> I like, said that Sound like fucking Gandalf From the Lord of the Rings I said time He's is like our this He's like don't worry He was like Time is our friend He's like we have Everything going against us But time And I'm like Motherfucker We just ran that last mile At 13 motherfucking minutes We're getting pulled off This fucking course And I'm gonna fucking kill it <laughs> We had it though No 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 You were right We, I wouldn't say time was our friend But time 
was time was we, we had enough. Obviously, we. <laughs> I finished. forgot the analogy I used, but it was funny. What did I, I can't say? say it on the podcast Why because not? certain people would hear it because I compared it to someone. But yeah, time was was our friend, but you got to keep the friend at arm's length. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was funny. You couldn't trust time, but yeah. you had you could trust them just enough. It's like it's like you keep your friends close, your enemies He's closer. Closer. That's what we had to do with the, the clock. <laughs> exactly. That's what we had the Godfather. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. And we had to fucking do that. But no, because when we went into that second loop, it was still hot. Like it was very hot. We we finished the first loop. We got back to the start. Uh, start finish line and we sat down for a brief moment and they gave us potato chips yeah Marcelo was like eat some chips they refueled our packs and they gave us they gave us ginger ale because those you know whatever whatever we wanted they they had it there and um, I think we ate one of those no I didn't eat those wraps yet after the first no 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 second loop second loop and at the aid station of the dunes of hell aid station they didn't have anything vegan, but they had the tortillas, the flour tortillas. And I literally took a flour tortilla and I filled Put it with salt. salt and rolled it like a fucking joint and ate and it. And smoked it. And smoked it. Yeah, I smoked the salt tortilla. You fucking Did silly you put idiot. avocado in it? Or was it no, and they okay. didn't have it there yet but at we, the time. We did that at one of the points. But so, okay, we got the first loop done. First loop's done. And refueling we, we got some advice from Marcella. She's My like, eat some chips. is fucked Hold up. <laughs> So we got some advice to eat some chips, and the potato chips were a huge oh, factor, dude, because eating the fat and the salt, just it, it changed a lot of things as far as morale, taste, energy, because, dude, you're eating blocks and sugar, and I was just eating stingers. They're great. They work great, but when you're changing it up and start eating fat, it, it makes a big difference. Avocado worked awesome. The yeah, I didn't, ex- I, didn't, awesome. I didn't expect that because, I, I mean – it's not it often. Sense. It's not often. Like I don't like we're ultra endurance athletes at this point. We can say that confidently. We've done a hundred miles, but I don't go into ultra endurance mode every single training. No, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So like, it's not often that like my body is really craving that fat because a lot of times in my training, like the glucose in my body, that's is all enough, you need. Yeah. Is enough, but you know, at at a certain point. I feel like my body shifted over, dude, and, and not, not. I don't know. I'm not I don't scientist, know either, but it but worked. Maybe we were in like some form of ketosis at some point. You know, I have needing, no idea. Fat because when we ate the potato chips, because I'm a fat fuck, you uh, know that I eat potato yeah, chips all the time me too. when I don't do anything. But when we ate the potato chips, it was almost like I felt them being absorbed into my body, where they needed to go, yeah. and they gave me energy. It was the weirdest thing in the world. And and I learned something new every year from running a race with Down to Run. Last year it was the ginger ale. The ginger ale is, is, is soft on your stomach, you know, it's high in sugar and corn syrup, but it, it, it burns like, like rocket fuel uh-huh. while you're while you're out there. And to the, and this time it was the potato chips and, and the avocado, you know, the fat. So I was very, very happy about that. And another uh, game changer just advice that, that we got on the trail was that dude, what was his name? Skinny Lance. Guy. Lance. Lance. Lance is like, put ice in your chest. So we opened, we opened up our shirts and our, we clipped our packs in and we put the ice just on our chest and just ran with the ice. I always put the ice in my head, man. We always did that. But then with that, that was another game changer. It really kept us cool. I mean, when you're running in 85, 90 degrees and it's just beating on you with no shade, no you, shade. You need, you need that. And, and that was another game changer that and really it was, helped keep the body temperature up too. or down. It was lasting it too. Lasted, like yeah. it was, it was like because it was holding in such a pocket. We were putting so much in there. It was yeah. like there was sometimes I don't know if it was because I was dying or whatnot, but where the ice 
didn't completely melt no. to the next A station. But it felt great. It was like I was like fo- I was like fossilized when you like feel cryogenically that, frozen out there. When you feel <laughs> that stinging on your chest, but oh, it was so good because it just took away from everything else. That ice that just stung, but it, it was the best, mind. best sting ever. Yeah, <laughs> it was took so, my mind off of my foot. It was awesome. Yeah, you had a bad foot, but. You started putting the ice in your sock. That was working in the shoe. So this itself. guy was putting ice in his shoe. I was taking ice cubes and literally <laughs> stuffing it because my foot was hurting on the right side, like on my right foot, like on the right side. I know I'm showing everyone, even though there's no camera, I'm showing you all right now. And I was stuffing the ice into my shoe to the point that it was like, because it was, my foot was a little swollen and it was like tight. And, and like there was like lev- there was like pressure between my shoe and the point of my foot that hurt so it was like pushing the ice against it like as if I had compression on it and it was and it was the ice was absorbing directly into my sock and it was numbing my foot from aid station to aid station it worked yeah. I don't know if I have a tendon problem or a stress fracture or an old injury but something was wrong with my foot real bad well it's still wrong it's still wrong but I'm getting it checked out so it's as good as fixed to me um, you know what I mean but what are you going to do but so. but that, no, that helped. And then so first loop, we were still good. We figured out a few things. We took a, a few pointers. So we figured out potato chips. We figured ice, ice in the chest, ice in the foot, <laughs> ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah, ibuprofen for me. I don't think you took any yet. You took some at night. I took one. Yeah, I took you two took, at night. You took two that at night. It. But I was fucking eating them like candy because I my foot was something something awful. And then. What other pointers did we take away? We saw Baba. We saw Alex. That was huge. Um, the volunteers were so were, were very kind. And then we had to go. In, we went into the second loop. And when we went into the second loop, that was like the peak heat of the day. That was when it was the hottest. And we maintained the same level of strategy that we didn't have, but formulated as we went. And you know, and we just we decided when the sun's out. We walked, but the good thing was during the second loop, there was a little more cloud coverage that popped up out of nowhere. It, there was like some breezy, there was some breezy areas of the park. You remember that? There was some, there were some spots that were breezy, and or at least maybe I was delusional. I don't know. You well, definitely were at some well, point. Remember when when you were leaving for that second loop? There's a, a lot of shade in that part of the park. Oh yeah, we yep. hit parts that you didn't. So um, no, I mean you 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 were just in a like I remember. I guess by the time you probably left the uh, the fit, start finish line, I may have been at the second aid station, like going to the Dunes of Heaven. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, we were at different it, points at different. It times. was terrible. Like I was just like, oh, it's one of the guys that was there throwing up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate was out there. And then Katie was there with a smile the whole time. So it was. Um, what was I going to say? So when we got to the point, okay, back to you being delusional. So, Mario would see. This was after we were on the second loop, and Mario would see things at that, night. That it was at there. night. No, it was night. The sun was about to set, and you're like, "I see an aid station." I'm like, "Mario," and I thought I saw an aid station because you said it. And I'm like, "Mario, you did it like three times," and I go, "Mario, please don't say anything anymore." <laughs> Because look, now he's seeing, nice. Now he's nice. Three, no, po- three podcasts later. I said, Mario, please. would you please mind not saying? Would you I go stop saying that you're him. seeing something because it's not there. <laughs> Luigi told me he said, Mario, if you think you see something, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> now he's all nice because he's on. That's exactly on what podcast. I said. Okay, he you said, said it right. And it was at night. The sun wasn't out. Still. It wasn't at night. The it sun was, was at going night. Down. No, the sun was gone. He was losing his mind. We're, he was losing his mind. We were all losing our minds. I was just. Losing it out loud. So let me backtrack a little bit. So 
We make it to we're on the second loop and we make it. We're about eighteen miles into the second loop at the Dunes of Hell Aid Station. Oh yeah, Mara's doing his talking Bull? thing, <laughs> and we're eating. We get we get an avocado wrap, which was awesome, with some salt. We were good to go. Emptied all the sand out of my freaking shoe because my my shoe was just collecting tons of sand, and uh, and uh, Mario had a Red Bull. Stashed it. He stashed the, the Red Bull in his in the cooler over there, and so this guy freaking drinks. I don't know. Did you drink the whole thing? No, uh, two sips. Two sips. This guy drinks two sips, and we no, no, no. I drank the whole thing. Oh, okay, in, in two, two sips. sips. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, I thought you just had two. Sips. I didn't even mean to. I just okay. turned it upside down, and my body just. Destroyed it. <laughs> this guy. Okay, so then we're going. We hit the dunes of hell, and this guy just starts just going because of this. And well, what are and the at, dunes of and hell? And at this, just a bunch of dunes. No, well, what are the dunes of hell to them? They don't know. Yeah, they don't. They don't know. Oh, what the dunes I don't of know hell are. how many. It's the it's hardest. Like, it's, it's, it's the hardest sand dune. It's, it's like, a series of how many dunes? I, I don't like even seven. know. It's like three miles. It's like it's no, three miles. No. Well, okay, it's three miles. My, of, my section was a little over a mile. The dunes of hell goes, and then it comes off, and you think it's done, and then it comes back in well, the morning. For you guys, yeah. Not for me. So three miles of like two story sand dunes. Everything is soft that sand. Get higher and higher. They get higher and higher, and at that point, we had the spiders, literally <laughs> these wolf spiders, all over the floor because at nightfall. We turn our headlamps on, and the headlamps are shining on these things. They have three big eyes on the top of their heads, and they're scattering. Every, yeah, they're scattering every time. Well, Mara goes, "Oh my God, Baba's gonna go crazy!" Because Baba has a fear of spiders. Terrible. And so we're we're hitting these dunes, and I'm like, "Fucking Mario!" And we also picked up one of our friends, the girl that was with us. She was Monica. Monica was having a bad race, and then she's we picked like, her up in the daytime. Yeah, I mean, can we run with you guys? I'm like, absolutely, let's go. So she she stayed with us. We pushed her, and and she stayed with us through the whole dunes of hell. And uh, Mario was just going, going, going. He's like blah, 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 talking, and I'm like, this motherfucker is going up the hill. I'm like, all right. I was talking on the sand. After we finished, <laughs> after we finished the dunes of hell at the top, no, the like second to last one, Monica catches up. We we, we kind of wait for her a little bit, and she's like, what happened to saving your legs on the inclines? Yeah, because <laughs> we definitely did it. But yeah, because we told Monica that we weren't that we were gonna be smart and we were gonna walk the uphills. Who's so smart after a Red Bull? Yeah, no, I well, I, I don't drink I don't drink Red Bull like that. But I purposely and and you know I told you, you did the caffeine. Detox I did the caffeine detox. I I you know I'm not addicted to caffeine, but what's it called? Um, two weeks before the race, like I completely got it out of my system. That way, when I utilized it in the race in the later hours, because I spoke to Andre. Chavez and I was, you know, my plan was to keep my heart rate real low until the nighttime, and and then at that at that point to take in some caffeine and just go. And I didn't plan on it, but when I drank that Red Bull, that was like right before the start of the Dunes of Hell, because that's where that aid station was. And I decided in my head that I was gonna I was gonna carry us through that and and I was gonna run up the hills and and down the hills because once that caffeine hit me it was like I it was like Super Mario and I just I just hit a star yeah and and I also was was as I as soon as the caffeine hit me also I got super paranoid about the time I was I started to think oh my god we really do need to run uh, fuck it let's get this over with this is the hardest part here you know let's get this shit over with so I was like I'm gonna run up and down I knew Luigi was gonna stay with me 
and, because he just refueled his, you know, his himself. And you know, I was hoping that the, that Monica was going to stay with us, and we waited for her a little bit at times when we could. But um, you know, we ended up having to leave her eventually because it was, you know, we had to. Our race was in jeopardy. We, you know, yeah. our our race was in jeopardy. We couldn't. We. It's all about being kind and compassionate to the next person, but we weren't throwing our race away. For, for anything so we carried her as long as we could but I think she I think she started listening and I, I can't speak I she hears this or anyone knows her I don't want to speak for her experience but I think she started to hear the demons and they started to get real loud because those demons out there they were loud at certain times you know we spoke about it how we never said it out loud we never though. said it out loud and we never and I never festered in it but there was times where it hurt so bad, and, 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 you know, like you said, it just was never-ending that I just wanted to stop. But when, when I drank that Red Bull and we went up those hills, it was like a morale boost because we got the Dunes of Hell done. Morale boost for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, when it was done, it was done. No, yeah. I, listen, it worked. Hey, you know, once once we were I wasn't going to stop, neither were you, so I had to follow your ass. And then what that did was it allowed us a little bit of a buffer to, like, kind of, like, we, we slowed down a little bit after that, but then... When we got to the last, you know, four miles that was of, miserable. Of, of the, when we got to the last four miles of the second loop, we realized that we had to run. Then we hit a point where we listen, whatever pace it was. I know it was like a thirteen-minute pace, but we felt like we were going. But it was fast. a negative split. Whatever it was, it was. A, we like, turned it on. It That's a, the last four miles. We were just like hitting a stride. I was like. We're like, let's go. We, we went we from eighteen-minute mile to uh, a fourteen-minute. We mile. just went crazy. Yeah, we trimmed off four minutes, and, the, and and we kept that pace for, like, four miles Dude. to finish out the second loop. And, and that was that oh, was a man. huge – that was a morale boost. Cause then we, yeah, because then we, we got there, what, 2.15 in the morning, and the cutoff was 2.40? 2.15, we got there. We had 20 minutes until, uh, you know, they were, they were going to cut us off. We were only there for five minutes, I think. We, spent, we spent the least amount of time there on that. Like, we spent less After time there. After we finished there. the 66 miles, we spent a little bit of time and just fucking got out of there. Ate a wrap and just we, left. We, we ate, yeah, we saw Alex. He hobbled over. Yeah, I, I had finished my 50, and I was on the verge of death. Um, I felt like it, at least. And <laughs> I was sweating and shivering at the same time. And <laughs> they, yeah, they put blankets on me, and then they took them off. It was, it was wild. So, um, See, that's that pain, and, though. Yeah, so I could like I could like barely feel my ankles. I felt like they were getting the size of softballs. And yes. I hear Zeta say, "Mario, Luigi are here." So I like he got hobbled up. over like the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> and I'm like, "Mario, Luigi, how are you? You <laughs> <laughs> this?" <laughs> oh my god! He had his shirt off. He's shivering. Uh, yeah, right. like, what are you doing? Put a blanket on. And he's harder. still pushing us, though. Oh he's my still god! Mo- I, I I had to see. I knew that I just so- had to like. Give them that. Look at what he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, master. Oh my god, it was great. I had to give him a, you know, like a push. I just had to, like, I had to see them. But dude, getting there at two fifteen in the morning, and I'm like, we gotta do this shit all over again. But that was it. But like, it was, it, and we looked at each other, and, and Luigi and myself, we told each other, we said, if we're gonna finish this race, we have to run this whole loop. Yep, we the said whole loop. No matter what. The like, long night, like, baby. Like, there's gonna be times where maybe we could walk for like a minute or two, but. You know, we have to run this whole loop, and we we committed to doing that, and we took off. You know, that was like going into the third loop was probably the it was a morale booster and killer at the same time because it was like in my head it's like okay, only one more time, 
But in my head, having already ran 66 you miles, can't slow down. I'm st- that, and I'm still thinking in my head uh, one more time. Like I have to go back out. This course will chew you up and spit you out. I don't care if you think you're tough, you think you're strong, you think you've been through some shit, you think that you know. And and I'm not talking smack on anybody, but like me, like Luigi and myself, we have to pat ourselves on the back a little bit because this course will take your fucking soul. And it tried. <laughs> to give you an idea, yeah. um, last year when Mario and Luigi did the 50, they did it in like 12 and a half hours or something like that. 12 hours, 23 minutes. Yeah, so. Yep, and 26 seconds. Fine, not 12 and a half hours. I'm sorry. <laughs> Less. Yeah, Less. But, and, if you, and if you go to sign up for the 50, like it actually has like top results. And I think Mario and Luigi are in that like top 10 results of the course or something like that. Are we? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I didn't there. even know that. So, That's pretty cool. Awesome. I didn't know that either. Another one of our friends, Eric, he finished in like 1450, the... You know the, the the cutoff for an official time was was fifteen hours. He finished at fourteen fifty and he took second place. Yeah, that lets you know how, so, how a lot of people. This was. It, it was brutal. A lot they, of people they dropped. To, yeah, they from kept telling us a lot of people both. were dropping from the fifty k, from the fifty miler, from the hundred mile because the heat was. So as hard as the course is, it was exponentially hard. I think they said the average finish time was up two or three hours this year. Wow! So man, that guy Cole's a monster. That one means. that one animal. 21 hours he 21 set the hours. record Cole. Yeah. his name's Cole I don't know his last name but he was and he was humble and he was no, he's he, a good guy every time yeah. we saw him he was like you know he so, was like very kind yeah so it, it's a it's a it's a brutal brutal course and like it's it's you know but that's what honestly that's that's like we don't we don't outwardly talk about it all the time to each other um, because we all have our individual takes on it but that's that's the pain that we're after and and for whatever reason we realize, you know, people that do this, these types of things realize that growth comes from extreme pain. Yeah. Growth comes from pain in general. So there's different levels that give you different levels of growth. So unfortunate, not, fortunately for us, but it seems unfortunate when other people say, you're crazy. I'll never do that. What they don't realize is that we're digging into a deeper level of pain and we're gaining a deeper level of understanding of ourselves and the opportunity for a deeper growth and a, and a further growth down, you know, so, and I, and I don't mean growth in anything else other than an understanding of our perception, our perception changes, you know, like wrestle your perception, like the podcast name <laughs> and, and, and it's, and it's real. It's, it's, it's not a masochistic. It is maybe a little bit. It definitely, it no, definitely is a little bit, but, but it's like, it's like, like David Goggins talks about callous in our mind. Like we've taken that and we've adopted that and we've really implemented that into our life. You know, or at least that's one of the ways that I think about it. And that's one of the things that helps me. And I was talking to you about it. Like we spoke about it on the last podcast. It got, you know, a race. But when Goggins was talking about the mud flats and, and that part of the seal training for him. And he's, you know, these guys are yelling at him and he's sitting in the mud and he's shivering and he wants to get out. But he realizes that, you know, at some point he's going to be in a warm bed at some point. Like right now this sucks and he's freezing. But at some point, he's going to be in a warm bed. And I was thinking at certain, you know, at certain times when it was, like, really hard and really, really fucked up in my head and it hurt and my foot hurt and everything hurt and, you know, I couldn't fucking breathe in my chest and this, whatever it was, you know, I was thinking at some point, like, I'm going to be sitting down at the finish line, 
you know, everybody's going to be so kind to us. They're going to be so proud of us. You know, everyone we love is going to be there. Not everyone, but like a group of people Mm -hmm. that we love significantly are going to be there. My girlfriend's going to be at the finish line, and they're going to be giving me anything I want to eat that's Mm -hmm. vegan because I'm vegan. Um, You know, there's going to be endless amounts of ice-cold ginger ale, water, Gatorade, whatever I want, and I'm going to be sitting there relishing in the moment. That I, that I just ran 100 miles, mm-hmm. you know? So when when it was hard, I literally visualized that moment the same way that Goggins was visualizing being in a warm bed when he was in the mud flats. And, like, that's the power of the mind. That's when they – like, everyone can say, oh, it's more mental than physical. Or like, you can say that you all day. You can say that shit. And I said it before this race a lot, and I might have tapped into it a little bit, but this is the first race that I truly feel like I tapped into the power of the mind way more than ever before and a lot of uh, well said and and a lot a big factor is not saying that shit out loud all that shit that's going on in your head do not say it out loud no matter what it is because that kind of makes it real yeah so like we got i mean i know you were thinking it like shit we might not make the time cut off but i was like i ain't fucking stopping no no way and i don't care how much my my body hurts and my feet hurt i'm gonna still keep running we called it the side straddle hop. The side straddle we, were, hop. we yeah. were running like like Gollum, and we're freaking like you clicking stop, along. You stopped taking yes, master. You stopped. <laughs> you stopped taking the sand out. I, of your- I'm like, dude, no more sand in my vagina. I'm not taking it out anymore. <laughs> no, there was a lot of sand building up in my shoes. So every loop, besides the third, I kept emptying out my shoes. I'm like, guys, I got to stop and empty my shoes out. This third one, I was like, I don't give a fuck what's going on in my shoe. And my shoe, I don't even know. I, I don't even. I had so much sand at the end. But I didn't even I felt it all in there and I felt blisters and I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'll make it a t- I, st- I stopped stuff in ice, you know, everything. We didn't stop because we were getting reckless, but every like we didn't need to do it anymore. No, we didn't. It was the weird it's the weirdest thing in the world. Like I didn't need to put ice on my foot anymore. You know, we didn't need to put ice. I think we st- still put ice. I think we put ice in our chest just because <laughs> it was so hot. The funny thing was you Get rid of your pack. I don't want to wear this pack anymore. Oh, that was the third. So, so the this, this guy takes How mad did I? Why was I so mad at You're that? like, I don't, a lot of ultra runners don't run with packs. They don't <laughs> run with packs. I don't like packs. Once you start to figure out how to run, you don't run with packs. Like, Mario, you do what you got to do, man. I know you know yourself. And I was stuck in the fucking Sahara. Without <laughs> so this guy has his hand water bottle that he would fill up at every aid station. But there was one point where he was like, I'm out of water. I'm like, Mario, just take mine. And so he, we would be walking, and I, I didn't, him, you didn't stop for me, neither. No, you piece like, of shit. we're not stopping. You didn't stop for me. I'm like, a, so he's, he's like, I can't see that. Mario. He's putting his disgusting, <laughs> you. His disgusting mouth on my, my, uh, my, my, my spout, disgusting and he's mouth. like, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm like, let's to, go. It was pure dry tailwind. That's what it was. That's what it was. And, you know, just to give you an idea, like the aid stations are four miles, two miles, uh, three and a half miles, and then well, actually, yeah, you no, have, no, no, ours was oh, different. Yeah, you have longer. We had a six but, and a five. Yeah, back yeah, to back. Yeah. So, so you there you was know, the fucking si- the six mile was the life sucker. And you think about it, like okay, I can I can run six miles, right? Like I, I can run six miles. Really, in that really, sand, it's just different ball game. Different. But you know what? Game. I made it. I made it. I made it very, very, very close to working. Like yeah. Like I, I, I really think, did. I think if you had a belt with with uh, bottles. Yeah. If you had a little if bit I had more. Two bottles. Yeah. Like because that. that's what they. That's what I said. Yeah. Like, no, I, yeah, I, I did. You. I threw my pack down. I was because the pack was like hurt my traps. Like just that being that. I would go like this. Oh, guys, I'm extending my arms out, doing like a arm extension, and I put my arms above my head right now because during the race, 
your shoulders, your traps are getting cramped up just from yeah. just from that running position. But and keeping the, your and what I like to do is, is stick my thumbs kind of in like the, the and just chill there. Yeah, and like and that that kind of, and I don't know how to describe it. Like my, my thumb is like almost like in my armpit. Yeah. And it, but it's gripping onto the pack where, where it goes yeah. over your shoulder, and that kind of like really gives some relief when I'm having that issue. I like to take it off. Slam it on the fucking ground. This guy's an animal. <laughs> Fill my water bottle up and get on, because that, I couldn't do it. It was. I felt like it, it wasn't like it wasn't really because I like my, I love my pack. You know, my parents got me that for my birthday, and and I, I really love it. It's great for training, but in this in this case, like, and I'll use it for for other races, but in this situation, having ran sixty six miles with it, I felt like I was being fucking strangled by an anaconda. And I, I don't know why. It was like any little thing would affect, like little problems become big problems. That's it. That's what and that's said. what it was. Like, you know, that. Like, that, take care of it now because it's going to become a big problem. Yeah. So, like, I, could I have gotten through that third loop? With that the went pack? out the, Yeah, but it might have fucked my brain up. That you know went out I mean? the window on the third loop because I was, I had to empty my shoes out because, like, dude, well, little problems loop, become. Third, third loops were like, everything's a big all problem. Bets Let's are go. Off. Let's go. All bets are off. We're just going. And we, be- we didn't even walk. We, we walked very little on that loop. But we were just fucking side straddle hopping the whole time. Side straddle hop. It's not a side straddle hop we were doing, but no, we, just we looked call, good. We, we called it that. We uh, we honestly looked good. But and everybody even, said that. I got the video of us coming across the finish <laughs> line. I, I'm thinking like when you say you like the side straddle hop, like you probably thought you had this awesome movement, like in your head. Like, <laughs> oh no, we knew how shit. It's it like was. Leo in uh, Wolf of Wall Street when he's on the ludes. Oh yeah, and he thinks he drove perfectly. Oh god, that's what we <laughs> the were. The car like. is all jacked. We did up. good. We looked great. Our stride was good. Meanwhile, we looked like, uh, like we thought we were running like a seven minute pace at one point. Yo, we, yo, I'm think, I still <laughs> think my watch was wrong. It definitely I, was because we would no, no, not not really. I don't actually. Bro, your think watch was, was so jacked up. I think we ran a seven thirty. I don't trust your watch. A oh, seven thirty oh, okay. mile at the end of the I second. I just don't loop. trust that watch because we because it even felt like like we were fucking moved. Like I was. Oh, my arms! I was opening up, man. <laughs> I, I felt my stride <laughs> open. I don't know where the fourteen minutes came from or thirteen it's minutes. Funny. It was fucking ridiculous. Oh my god! Whatever it was, man, we got through it and. Back on the uh, other third loop, uh, what was it? Was that the pigs or were the pigs the second loop? The pigs were in the middle of the night. Pigs it was probably the third because spiders. So, talk about the pigs. I'm gonna run to the bathroom real quick. Yeah. So, it was. Uh, I don't remember what time it was, but it was it was early morning. It was probably like three three o'clock in the morning. We were definitely on the second loop. Yeah, because. The pig area is like still in the trail part. You yeah. Know? So, so that's in the beginning. It's like that first section. That first section, you go into the, and then that's where they eat apart certain parts of the trails. I guess there's. You ran by a trap. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. Ran, we ran by a trap. That was on our. So there, there's wild hogs in in uh, Jonathan Dickinson State Park, and I get, I don't. I'm from I'm from Long Island, New York. So this is this is new to me. But we were running. And uh, it was early morning, and, and we heard we heard you know a, the pig grunt. We were, and Luigi starts clapping his hands like a like a like an idiot, and um, screaming and and you know Marv screaming and blah, blah blah. So I started yelling like Frank Castle from the, from the Punisher, because I you know I've watched you know all all National Geographic shows, and when you encounter wildlife, you got to yell at them and you know prove that you're the alpha. You know, species or whatever the case may be. I figured since I was vegan, they'd leave me alone. But this this wasn't the case. <laughs> so I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. You know, I'm human. Go away. Luigi's clapping, and, and the pig 
is is parallel. getting it, it's running parallel to us and it's getting it's getting louder every time it grunts. So it followed us like next to us and grunted every couple of seconds for like two miles until we got out of this trail. It never left it never left us. We left we left it. Yeah, now, we made a turn and we, yeah, we we turned out, out of, of that area. trail. We got out of its area and then it didn't pursue us. But I was terrified. I told Luigi, I said, don't worry, Luigi. This thing comes out. I got us. I'm going to grab it by the tusks. I'm going to take it. I, I said, I'm thinking that. that. He said, don't grab it by the fucking tusks. It'll bite your it's hand gonna off. It's going to bite your hand off. And I, so I'm like thinking. <laughs> Apparently, Mario thought it was an elephant. Because <laughs> if you know a wild pig, especially in Florida, that they don't have, they have tusks, but they're not like something you can grab. You go remotely close to that thing's mouth, your hand's off. Yeah, no, I, I pictured the tusk was like... I bet you the tusk was like three, four feet long. I get a good, <laughs> I get a good grip on it. That's what happened when a vegan talks about an animal. Well, look, I'm, I've, that's why it didn't attack us. Maybe it was just talking to me because they knew I didn't fucking kill it. So, oh you my know, god, it's it's uh, family members. No, one day, but we we made it out of there. And this, the, the spiders, all you know, you you spoke about the spiders. Oh yeah, you were running. You forgot to tell them that they were the bigger, the size of my fucking head. Yeah, there was one point where backtracking a little bit, like we said we were gonna do, uh, Mario. When he was in front of us through the dunes of hell, that was Red Bull that saw that. Yeah, he, that was the Red Bull that caught that. He was running through spider My webs. Were like, I was like Spider Man. We were all running through spider webs, but he was getting the butt end of it because he was in front, and it, it was, it was funny though. I had spiders on, like little spiders on me, but there was a, there was a ton of big ones that we dodged. Yeah, because that was when we saw the Monica one that... hit one with her head. <laughs> oh god, but that, it was fine. That's when we saw the one that built its web. It was the orb. Whatever. Orb Weaver, yeah. Orb Weaver. They're massive. And it was the size of your microphone. The best was when we saw Baba, when we saw you at some point, I think it was approaching the Dunes of Hell on the second lap. No, it was going into the Dunes of Hell aid station. <laughs> okay, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so we saw him, and he didn't see us yet. And I'm like, man, imagine we see Baba, blah, blah, blah. And then I, we, we're coming up. <laughs> and then we see him coming up the hill. And I we go, didn't know it was him. And we I saw go, a fucking Baba. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and he was, I'm so happy to see you guys. I was. I'm so happy. <laughs> so we, all, we gave him a hug. And that was the second time we saw him. That was that was great. That was one of the moments where I was getting delusional. and, and But it was one, because I was saying I saw stuff for a while. But then I was like, I see a light. And you, and yes, you, that's right. And I was like, I see a light, and you didn't really believe me. And then, it turned, and then I was like, No, it's got to be a light. And then I thought it was an aid station, but it was it <laughs> obviously was, it was Baba. But no, because we hit a stretch uh, of you know we're jumping around like Luigi said. But the one stretch of six miles, the life sucker, getting back to the dunes oh, of Heaven Aid Station God. was six miles or whatever it was. That, mm. And and that was the one. Where I lost my mind because yeah, I just wanted we to all believe. Did. I just wanted to believe that it was something. done. <laughs> yeah, or, or and, believe and, that something was there. And that was on the second loop. That yes. was the second loop. Oh, and the third. Just the third as well. back. But on yeah, on the third though, the um, the sun was up already. Was it? I think so. When we got to the, when we were, when we were sure? about to be at the dunes of heaven. Are you sh- no? Seven. I don't know. When, when, when you we were got going, to the, going to the dunes of heaven, yeah, like we're coming. Uh, we're, no, we're yeah, we're we're on our way back, like heading heading towards the start finish, like heading towards the uh, on end. the third loop. Third loop, yeah. Sun definitely was up. Sun, sun was up definitely at that up. point, yeah. Because I remember because I had endless. my water bottle and I fucking was dry, drier than the Sahara Desert. I, I'll never forget being that thirsty. And then when we made it to that aid station, oh my god, 
Oh my god! And and how about falling asleep at night? Like we were talking we were about, running, like, and, like running, running. You're at, like I'm starting to fall asleep. That was on the third loop, and that was. We didn't get to Dunes of Hell yet. We didn't get to the Dunes of Hell yet. I don't even know if we got to the train train tracks yet. The train station one. All yet. I know is when we got to the Dunes of Hell in the third loop. This is the Dunes of Hell aid station, and. They had fucking Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And coffee, this, and I drank Coca Cola. That was such a lifesaver. The caffeine. And I saw Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, dude, I can use coffee right now. And I saw it. I was like, yes. Yeah, and I, was I had like, a cup. I was put like, ice I in it. I'm like, I, just dump it in here. I, I, and I ran with my cup, <laughs> and my fucking ice, and my iced coffee. Man, um, that was good. I was like, Luigi, you you manifested that in the universe. <laughs> I was like, delirious. I was like, you said it, and it's there. Like, I, I had to hold on to anything. I'll tell you what, man. I miss it already. And the second day, I missed it. And I remember... It's still surreal. Yeah, but I, I miss... Even though we're talking about it You miss the feeling. You well, we'll do. The, you we'll, miss the adventure. And I miss when I went home that night, that day. <laughs> and I had... In case of the video of me with Marco messing with me, put I, stickers wait, on me. I saw that video. She saved it? Oh, yeah. How satisfying that was. I remember feeling that. After watching the video, I'm like... And I was just laying on the mat, on Marco's mat. And he's, my, my son's name is Marco. And he's, he's almost two. And he's just putting stickers on me. And Casey's <laughs> laughing at me, filming me, because I passed out while we were just playing. Like that was Sunday? Time. Yeah. And, and I don't even remember that. That's how – and, I, yeah. and just the feeling is it felt so good because, man, when you push yourself to exhaustion and you're up for 30-something hours – and it was just an amazing feeling. It's just you're totally exhausted and you got, you know, you probably have some left. We don't know yet. But at that point, I've never you know, been that spent. Yeah. I've but it ne- was such a great feeling. I've never been that spent. It was just very satisfying to push yourself to that limit. And whatever it is, anybody can push themselves to a limit. Just start somewhere. And this was our limit at that point. But obviously, we're going to surpass it. Yeah, it's just. I want to say obviously like I'm cocky, but you know, no, we have no option. It is what it's it is. Up. We're gonna we're go. Gonna go we're up. gonna go further because you guys don't train for like one event. That's it. Like it's not like all right, well I train for the hundred miles. We'll see what happens next year. Like, no, you're always yeah. training, always pushing. Yeah, there's always another goal. And that hundred miler is just just add, we're just adding to the resume. That's yeah. how I look at it. And not only that, but you know that hundred miler serves as a as a as a template. And as a point of reference is what it is. Exactly. So we just pushed our point of reference to a, to a new level. So now when we go to whatever it is, and it could and it could be a 5K that we run. You know, it could be a 5K that I'm running. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to run this harder than as I've ever ran before I because I, I ran 100 miles. Yeah. You know, or it could be. And, and, and I want to talk about something that you were, you were saying that hit me. And it, because it's very easy to go throughout the day and get negative at certain times. Yeah, in life, absolutely. I'm talking life. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. And but you know, you were saying that we never said the negative stuff out loud. You know, and and then because we never said it out loud, it kind of just died off, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about that. That's kind of like how I try to live. You yes, know what I mean. And, absolutely. And I think that's why, and I know that's how you are too. Is and I think that's why it, it really came to life on the courses because. When you say negative stuff out loud in general, not on a race course, if it, it fucks your day up. Yeah. You know, and, and we didn't allow it to come out of our mouths because we knew it had the potential to mess our race up. So, you know, if it if if the same rule applies on the course as in life, then by that standards, if you don't say negative shit out loud, it'll go away. It yeah. You know, yeah, it, 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 it definitely it, does. It'll go away. And, and and if you feel as though you you know, 
more propelled to say positive things to get through the day. It's just it's just a better situation. It's not always that easy. No, it's, it's not, not always that easy. Yeah. It's, it's 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 but it's it's a lot. It's very hard on a hundred mile course. So that's why I'm glad that we did that, stayed that way mentally because now it's like you know, like it's very hard for me to. It's very easy for me to get mad at people at work or here or there or there or here. Whatever the case may be when I feel like things aren't benefiting how I want the situation to unfold. Yeah. But, you know, this shit gave me a little bit of like a mellow, you know, just chill out. Like John G. Yeah. <laughs> chill out, bro. Just chill out. It's so funny you got you guys say that you didn't want to hear anything negative because there were, I mean, I was by myself, so maybe it's different. It's different. There were yeah. times when I had to say those things out loud because I needed to hear them to hear how stupid they were. Yeah. Okay. So that's, oh, a, okay. that's a good take on it too. I was like, I needed to hear. No, that's fucking stupid. No, that's that's too negative. No, like, but I needed to hear it outside of my head. Yeah. You know, so actually saying it was like, no, no, you know, mm-hmm. even talking to, even talking about it, like, just like I might, I might see another runner. I'm like, come on, we we got this. You know, it wasn't really negative. It was just like. Knowing that you can still be positive. Yeah, yeah. Know, to other I people. got you. I got you. Because we were definitely in the hurt. Yeah. We were in the cage. Because you guys had each other. I, you know, I, I, I was alone. Yeah, <laughs> so your situation, no, if you had, if you were with somebody else, you might not have said that because you might have felt like... Cause the you reason, don't want to bring them down. That's it. Yeah, yeah because I, I was like, I wasn't thinking about me as much when I was not saying anything negative as much as I was thinking about him. Yeah. It was like, who the fuck am I to say... I'm in pain to him. He's doing what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, so like, I'm not going to say, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll say I'm hurting. We definitely said that. You know, How many it, times? It hurts. You fell. It this, hurts. Mo- this motherfucker took some falls. I fell three times. Three times in the last loop. Yeah. Dude, that the hurt. The roots. Those, those roots hurt those, so those bad. Roots. Oh, I felt like just the hammer hitting your foot. Just every time you kicked one. And every time and I went down. you pull your back too when you, when you hit him. What happened? Your hip too. Well, you pull your back almost. Yeah. Because like, it, it like, Locks you, yeah, back it, and yeah, you and you gotta like engage and not fall on the yeah, ground. Exactly. Except Mara just like took the fucking roll and honestly, it became it. Easy, it became easier to fucking fall than to stop. <laughs> it, because, yeah, probably because every time I kicked one of those roots, for there was pieces of uh, there was roots in the ground that were covered and surrounded by sand and green. You couldn't see them. You couldn't fuckers. see them. They could be the size of a quarter visually, but on there they go underneath the ground. and They're strong as fuck. And we, I fell three times on them, and every oh. time I kicked them and didn't fall, it, it would hurt like more. eat my hip because you know I had that yeah. hip thing. Yeah. It would like it felt like oh your hip's about to be fucked up again. Every time I kicked it, it was like, and then when we finished, like my hip was a little raw, but you know thank I thank God that that one didn't come back because that one put me out of commission for a while. But um, but no man, it, it's like you run a hundred miles, it's gonna the it's gonna be riddled with. The journey itself is going to be filled with different problems that, you know, you solve or you don't solve or you just push through or whatever. But then you had the terrain and the elements and there's the things that you can't train for. You can't really train for the nighttime unless you run through the night, through the night. You know, you could you could do that and you could get good at that. But yeah, but you got to get to a park. You got to You got to do it. Yeah, it's it's very hard to there's no ideal 100 percent. I'm ready. It's like, all right, I'm fucking thirty percent ready, and let's let's do the well, rest. You, gotta, you know, like we trained hard, man, and I I'm proud of myself for sticking to my training program and working around it and getting creative. And 
and running when I can, running three times a day, running with Marco. Yeah, you were doing you were doing a lot of like volume throughout like days. We had to. I had I, no I just I just upped my long runs, you know, I was doing like a lot of like, you know, six miles every day and then and then I would do like a fifteen on a random day. Like like it wasn't ever like calculated or like No, I just you know, I would try like, to get I would try to get mileage per week. That was my goal. I was trying to do that too because I was trying to all, I'm trying to follow the run twenty nineteen miles in twenty nineteen yeah. but, but I was talking to Alex about that and I don't know. You know, that's you'll that's, see. Uh, that goal I made his foot injury is, is is killing it. It is, but I got a spreadsheet for him. He's he's behind. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm way behind. I'm at probably like I'm I'm under six hundred miles. Um but i dude, I'll be honest with you, and this is gonna sound like completely contradictory to everything I've been saying because uh-huh. I'm like Make a goal, stick to it. This, then, and third. I don't give a shit about that goal right now. You know what I mean? I made that goal and it was cool. It was online as a virtual thing. You sign up, you get a medal every 500 miles. You put the coin in and you spin it. It's very cool, and I want to do it. You know, but my body and my you know healing from these events well, you, you, is the, more important to me. The thing is, you had goal. other goals. Yeah, on top I was of that used, one. I was just using that, that. was like a training. That goal. was like uh That was like. I'm gonna get this hundred miles. You know, that what I mean? was pretty much. I, yeah. I I signed up to do that. You know, as basically, you know, this will get me consistent to get to the hundred miler. And I knew that, and mm-hmm. I knew that, and I ramped up a little quick, and I had an old injury come back, and you know, I feel like it's the same fucking song and dance with me, and I hate hearing myself say it that my foot is hurt. And now it's both feet are kind of like I just need, but I'm going tomorrow, and I'm gonna have a podiatrist look at it, and I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him what I do and see what he says. I know what he's gonna say. He's gonna say you shouldn't do that, you know, because this isn't normal. This isn't normal shit. What we do now, the sports medicine guys, they they understand. They understand because they get it. But he's not a sports medicine guy. He's just a podiatrist. All right, well, you need a second opinion. Yeah. So that's it. You talk to this guy, see how it goes, and you get a second opinion. I'll take you to my guy. He 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 knows I'm an idiot. I think it's gonna go well. (laughs) I I think I think it's gonna go well. And and you know what? It's you know, if any uh, sports medicine people are out there, holler at me. Hopefully that'd be cool if people at listen. Beyond Meat Head. That'd be awesome. At Beyond underscore Meat underscore Head because I'm vegan, so I don't eat meat. But, so um, clever. But yeah, no, this I I feel like there's so much more we could say, but I can't even tap into all of it, man. Well, listen, we're, we're gonna talk about it again soon. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's now let's, let's let's touch up. What is it? Take four. We're gonna do. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be more into Mario's life story when we get into there, but and yours as well. But um, let's talk more about now approaching the finish, or any, if, you, if you remember anything else on the third loop, because I remember um, I remember when the sun came up. That when was you, huge. Yeah, man. When we when we were running on that third loop, and the sun came up, and we're just like, holy shit! Or how about how about when we're running on the third loop, and we're hitting those dunes, and we would come up, and it's like, and, and whatever the temperature was at night. And then we're dropping down in the dunes. Oh, it it drops cold. five degrees cooler. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! And I wish I could describe the scenery of this place at night, but it looks like it looks like a, a fucking scene. You can't because from the first world. of you all, can't. we were tripping a little bit, dude. You can't. You can't even explain it how that place looks at night. Even during the day, it looks like a crazy fucking desert with yes. spice coming out of the ground. Like there's all this burnt trees and just hundreds of miles of, of craziness. It's Sand. not what you think of when you think of. It's not what I think of when, when I, think I of went Florida. When I went you know there the I mean? first time last year when we did the training run there, 
I was like, this place is amazing. This is my favorite place in Florida. Like, oh, what a beautiful, beautiful place. I mean, unreal. And it is. And, it really is. And, but just, just that temperature change, literally. It was weird. Three to five degrees cooler going down the dunes and then coming back up and you get warm again. Go, and this is at night. It was unreal. Well, last time you were there, so just so everyone knows, we, last year, I want to say it was like in the 50s. When oh, in that morning, yeah, yeah. So it was like, great. you know, that, I mean, a year ago it was like I, I, I do not sleep without air conditioning. It can be fifty degrees, and I'm putting my air conditioning on. Yeah, I went in my car because I was pit- pitting for them, and I, I, I slept for like an hour, and I remember that no air conditioning. Wow, yeah, because it was sleep. so beautiful outside. You know, yeah, and, that morning was a nice the, morning. The whole, it, I got warm when you were in the sun that that time, but yeah, you know, but so this time it just heat. Oh yeah, and you know, so yeah, you go up yeah. to Dune, and you feel that temperature change. You come down, and it's, it's yeah. But at night, it, during any other time, in the middle of the night, whatever it was, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, man, this is weird. I, I wasn't there in straight. It was night just like, like you eerie, were. but I, it was awesome. I wasn't there in straight night like you were, but I felt it even when I was there. Yeah, it was like the sun was kind of downish. You know, it was like dusk. Uh huh. Um, and it was. Same same thing, you know, like definite. You know, I also screamed out for Mario because like a Drago yell <laughs> <That's> <laughs> to see if maybe you guys are on the other side of the. <laughs> That's funny. And then I ended up seeing you like what, like like fifteen minutes later or something. Yeah, yeah I would have yelled back if I heard. Yeah, so every every dude I go up, I go Mario. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool because when I was by myself, I could do stuff like that. Like, yeah. At no the way. end, I, w- I was I would go. Fuck! I hate this. Why did I do this shit? <laughs> Poor Bob was by himself. That's awesome. Yeah, it felt like Camp Crystal Lake when it was when the when the temperature was dropping. Dude. It felt like Camp Crystal, like Jason Voorhees yeah. was about to pop yeah. out. But it's like us. if Florida had a desert, that would be it. Yeah, because yeah, like, like it's not like Alligator Alley. It's not like you know the Everglades. It's it's not. It's different. No, it's and, like and a then you're, you're aside from being at night during the day, like you're passing old fucking World War Two bunkers and shit. That place is the coolest place. Yeah, it was a naval base. For, uh, An old Dixie Highway. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's wild. That's man. real cool. That Dixie Highway that. is a road here in Florida that runs along a train track, and old Dixie Highway runs through this park, but it's shut down now. Obviously, you don't run. Yeah, you can't go through the park. The par- it's part of the park. Right, it's fucking awesome. But back you- in the day, there was so many people that li- lived there, and and the na- it was a naval base during the time when you know our country was at war, and preparing for war so it was like they needed and that's why the train tracks are over there also yeah the train tracks goes parallel to yeah, it yeah exactly they were bringing they were supplies. supplies so and, and trains go through it too like yeah so. yes yeah, it's wild so man. that whole thing was devised so much history was, yeah. in that park so like the animals there's fucking wild turkeys there it's uh, a there's yeah, deer it's a, it's a wildlife um preserve no right? hunting there no unfortunately hunting there. so there, there's unfortunately unfortunately, unfortunately. <laughs> it's not true Mario's the vegan, Luigi's the hunter. Uh, yeah, but if you look into, you'll see. No, you already <laughs> so, know. Yin and yang. That's a whole other podcast. Yin and yang. <laughs> whole other podcast. That's not the podcast with me. Whole other podcast. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, man, it, it's a beautiful part. So you want so you want to talk about the finish? Okay. So yeah. So it? no, I want to talk about you shitting in the woods, <laughs> and then you telling me that I couldn't shit. No, Luigi, you gotta stop and shit. I never said you yes, couldn't you shit. You said I couldn't shit. Because you didn't want me to shit. No, you that's know, not true. I've heard of Mario. I think that's the one that sounds the least like. <laughs> no, you can't shit. What, like Arnold on stairs? Yeah, what was that? Well, the thing is, I told him. Because I was holding it in forever. I was holding it in forever. <laughs> what the fuck is that? And then, and then Mario's like. He's delusional. It was like 5.30 in the morning, and he's like, I gotta shit. It's just. I'm like, no, Mario. it wasn't 5.30 in the morning. Was it, it was. It was 
it was 6:40. The sun was up. We were in that part of the trails where we were coming. We were we were on our way to the dunes of hell. Yes, yes, yes. Where they had a porta potty. Yes. Right. So you said earlier you had a shit. I was like, all right. Well, what do you want to do? You were like, fuck that shit. I don't have to shit. I don't need to shit. Let's finish this motherfucker. I'll hold that shit all day. And so I was like, passionate about this shit. And, and I, I was like, so long. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. I mean, all right. Like I was taken back. Like I was like, damn, he's serious. But then what I didn't anticipate was that because my body, I poop in the morning. That's just the way it is. That's just what happens. Like I'm regular. Like my body, my metabolism, everything works. I mean, in my opinion, how it's supposed to. So the, the, when the sun came up, I didn't realize because I pooped once in the beginning of the race. I was like, I'm going to make it through this race with no poop. That's good. We're, we're going to be golden. But what, like when it drops, it drops. That's it. It doesn't yeah. matter if I ate. It doesn't matter if I didn't eat. When it like it'll my body will find something to yeah. make to poop out. Mario and, and, and and I told you, I said Luigi, Luigi, you were up in front. You were running. He's running off because I, I can't run that fast because I'm about to shit myself. <laughs> and I said, yo, I said, yo, and this much this might be too much information for some people. No, it's not. But this is the, this is the golden stuff. So if you made it this far with us, I'm talking about poop. And uh, I said, Luigi, <laughs> I got to poop, man. I got I got shit. I don't think I can hold it, man. And he, he's like, he's like, I got shit too. Fuck that shit. I don't need shit. We don't need shit. Let's finish this motherfucker. I was like, I was like, all right, fucking David Goggins. No. I was like, you might be able to do that. So I don't know where you're coming off saying that I told you you can't shit. You literally said, no, Marv, you don't have to shit. It's all in your mind. And I was like, it's not in my mind. I'm about to fucking shit myself, Luigi. He's like, he's like you know. He's like, my body, I can't stop it. It's just my body does at this time in the morning. I have to go. I'm like, all right. I was like, I have to shit. We were like a mile away from the aid station. Yeah, because so. we couldn't have made it. Well, no, you I wasn't going to make no. it. Like, I was going to shit myself. At, after like, you did it, I was like, all right, you know, I'll go to the aid station and do it. But, yeah, man, it's, so he's he's out there. He finds his little spot, and he's going. And I look up on the trail, and uh, I see a skunk. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, Mario, uh, there's a skunk coming your way. Because the skunk walks off the trail and starts walking behind the bushes towards Mario. As soon as Mario. I started pooping. I thought this thing was going to spray him. I'm like, here we go. This is what's going to happen. And I didn't care at this point. This and fucking thing is going to sp- spray Mario. I'm like, we're not stopping. I'm like, I don't know how strong it's going to be. That he's, I hope he's able to breathe if this thing sprays him. Ended up not spraying you. No, and I, we ended up getting off there. And we got up, we got up to, to the next aid station. And we got to do our business and go on. Yeah, we what? were 18 miles away from fucking the, the, the end of the race. You thought I wasn't going to poop? You're no, crazy. yeah. Hey, man. And then, and then Luigi Crazier pooped. Crazier things. And then we were, so we were refreshed. We were good, man. And then, and then we, we got to the dunes of hell, and then we made our way. Yeah, see, the sun was already up when we got to the yeah, dunes of hell. Yeah, I remember that. The now, sun now was up. Back that's when I saw the that, That's when that coffee was there. That's when the coffee was there. Oh. That's when everything. And we, and then we, you know, we, we continued on. And then we made it past the life sucker six mile soul sucker. Soul that was sucker. so miserable. Yeah, that's just that's it. Our just name. didn't end. It didn't end. It didn't end. But when it did end, it was it was the dunes of heaven aid station. Those guys were the best. And when we made it there at that point, especially they were the best. I mean, they were all I don't great. Know, they were, yeah. But when we made it there at that point, and we knew that that was because the dunes of hell, the dunes of heaven aid station. After the dunes of heaven aid station is about. Seven miles of um, of of trails, different types of trail terrain. Six miles. Six miles of trail terrain, 
Um, felt like eight. You have like a mile of sand, and um, then you have like, like one more mile of sand, kind of like mixed with green, and then trails, and then, roots, and, and then just trails, roots, all all those roots a that bridge. that suck a bridge, yeah, some, some wood. But that's the that's the Before end. Party. That's the end. Like even though it's still seven miles, it's still seven miles. But there's no more sand once you pass. Once you're past that sand, it's no, there's no more sand, and you know that in itself was huge. And then so, we made it. So we made we made it. Um, like f- four miles in to the trails, so we had a couple miles left to finish the race, and we were we were feeling good, but we were hurting bad. Like we were hurting, but like it was just like when you're almost done. You missed an important part, Marcella. When, when you thought you had hypothermia. Oh, the, <laughs> that was bad. We we passed that. That was in the I second know, loop. It was so hilarious. All right, fine. So hold. No, let me see the Hold story. that thought. Let me see the Hold story. that thought in the two miles. All right, so Mario. Mario's putting ice in his foot, and then um, Remember, all drank, that stuff. I drank all so the it's, drinks. So it's nighttime. You know, this is the second loop, right? We're approaching the finish of the second loop. We're at Dunes of Heaven Aid Station. We were at um because we still had what's her name? Monica was still with us. We weren't at Heaven. No, we were at Hell. No, it was at Dunes of Heaven. I remember Dunes of Heaven, and you sat down and you put ice in your shoe. No, no, no. you you get up. Oh, ginger ale, and he's slamming ginger ale, and it's cold out. And he didn't change his shirt yet, or you might have sweat. I changed the other my sh- shirt, but you still but it had was wet. it was yeah. wet. And hypothermia is a real thing. Uh, ultra running, wherever temperature you're in at night changes the game because it gets cold, and your body, you know, has a cold, a wet fucking piece of cloth on it. It's gonna make you cold. So this guy's slamming ginger ale, cold ginger ale, cold Coca Cola. He's getting Powerade. He's drinking everything. Drink cold water. And he, I don't know, and he's putting ice in his chest, and it's at night, and he's putting ice in his foot, and then he sits down, and he goes, <laughs> and he starts shivering. <laughs> I, I can't. What did you say? You're like, I, I said I, I can't stop shivering. I, can't, I think I have hypothermia. And I, was like, I didn't jump straight to hypothermia. I think you did. I did. And I was like, I'm like, Mary, you don't have hypothermia. Just get up. Let's move. Let's go. Let's move. And he, he looked he looked fucking like a ghost. And he's just like walking slow. I'm like, Mario, we got to move. That was the worst we shape I was move. in. I'm like, Mario, we got to run. We got to run. So I'm like, all right, come here. So then I start hugging him. And I'm holding him to give him body heat. And then and I'm like, all right, Mario, we got to move. So then we start moving. And then you felt better, right? You start feeling pretty quickly. But I remember when it happened. <laughs> get closer. Get closer right here. I remember when it happened. I drank all those drinks. Yeah, you were getting fucking and happy. I, and then I was <laughs> feeling good ice in the side I stuffed the ice in my shoe and then it hit me and I went like, like, oh, I, I went I went oh, I went, oh. And, then I went and then I, I couldn't really talk that much and I went oh no I, I can't and I started pulling the ice <laughs> desperately I started pulling the ice I, I thought it was all from the foot Dude, no, yeah, yeah, he's pulling all the ice from his shoe. I'm pulling the ice. I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do that, Luigi. And then I was like, Luigi. I was like, uh, I was like, and then that's when I started shivering. And I was like, Luigi, I think I have hypothermia. And I was convinced, dude. I was convinced oh that running, God. running in the sun all day, being dude. cold and wet, I was dead. This was it. I was dead. They're gonna haul me off on a stretcher. That's how I died. I died doing what I loved. I wish that I could have done more stuff in my life, but I'm happy. I died clean, oh and I God. died, and I died. Uh, you know, I, di- I died running, running, running this race. But that was ridiculous, bro. Dude, I'm so happy we didn't forget that one. No, there's, there's no way I'll never forget <sighs> that. That was one. that was it, hilarious. That was so painful, dude. But yeah, that was like the coldest I like I've ever felt because that cold came from inside. It was yeah, weird. it was the weirdest thing in the world. Well, you bounced back quick. We got we got you because, back because you forced me to run. <laughs> yeah, that and I warmed up. up. 
I yeah. warmed up, and now all that cool, all that cool sweat turned into warm sweat, and then you know I got my heart rate pumping. And thank God my body just didn't decide to shut down. <laughs> right. You know, because any little thing at that point was was terrible. So then going back now to the, uh, we passed the Dunes of Heaven aid station on the third loop. This is the third loop. So sun's out, and we're heading back home, and we're. The thing is, like, what, what bothered me a lot in coming back was that you're so close yet you're still so oh, far. God. It makes it because even worse. when you're thinking you got six miles left, that's still almost two hours. But at the same time, in your head, you're like, you're I like, could run six miles. On no one problem. Foot. Yeah. But it's still six miles left after running what, 90, 90, 94. 94 90, miles. Yeah, ninety. So your body's in a different place. Your speed is different. Every obviously everything is different. So. And I was thinking that too at the end. I was like, when we were, I'm like, I'm not getting my when hopes we were up. two miles away, you know, after Marcella came and, and and found us, when we were when we were two miles away, I was still in my head like, I'm like I'm not done. Like we ran 98 already. Yeah. Like we have to run two more. Like we're gonna finish this, but we ran 98 already. But and also tell tell them that because of our efforts in running the third loop. We not only negative split our third loop to become our fastest loop out of all of, out of the whole race, which is like, honestly, that's I feel like that's a that's a huge achievement for us to make the third loop the fastest. It was necessary to finish, but it gave us you know not that we didn't slow down because we had the buffer, but we had like it turned out that we had forty exactly you know forty eight minutes and something seconds to wiggle room that we could have walked a little bit if we wanted to, but we didn't really we didn't do want, that. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. No, we, we want to be done. The sun was up, it was hot, and then Marcella came in, she found us, and she was like, you guys are like a couple miles away, so whatever you want to do, if you want to walk, you have time. And then we were like, let's just let's just go. And We passed you know, some people. We yeah. passed three guys. Oh, we passed three guys in three the last... Three guys in the last four five, miles. In the last five miles, four or five miles, miles yeah. So that was big. That, that was big for us. That was man. cool, yeah, because we weren't even trying to do that. Yeah, but we did it. But once we saw them, we you know we just we just kept at our pace. We did, and and it's funny too. Like in ultra running, it's not like a, it's not competitive in this. I mean, there's some guys that are obviously the the creme de la creme of com- competition. But for the most part, it's like you, if you pass me after 95 miles, you got it, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? like you got it. Like that that was the attitude of the people when we passed them. Was like you know that guy, even that guy, John. Yeah, he's a seasoned ultra runner. He's yeah. run dozens of hundred milers, and when we passed him, he was like proud of us. Yeah, you know, he was hype. He was hype for us. He yeah, was, he, and and you know that that was huge. That was really huge. And then, man, when we got to the finish, that was like a that was like a third wind. Well, at that <laughs> point, at that point, it was like a fifth wind. After Luigi went right to a cot. Oh yeah, you died. He got his feet washed, and he got you know because yeah, you died, bro. Feet and ice and all that. And and I I just remember talking to Mario, seeing how he's doing. His girlfriend's there. I look and Luigi's gone, and I see him just laid out in a cot. (laughs) I fell asleep. So there was no there was no fifth win for Luigi. I'm sitting I'm sitting on this fucking chair, (laughs) and I'm like, this is uncomfortable right now. And I see a cot over there. I'm like, yeah, see you later. I'm going to lay down. I took a nap. I took a nap for like an an hour. hour. Yeah. And it Damn, felt, he slept for an hour. Yeah, he was. So out. that means I was sitting there delusional for an hour. Yeah, yeah. you're sitting there. Rah, 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 <laughs> whatever you're saying, you're gibberish. And I had the crowd going crazy. Bro. I, I could only imagine. The crowd loved. I it. was like, you guys, you guys deal with Mario now. <laughs> you guys have to deal. With, he pawned me off. Yeah. My I, and I wake up. I remember. I wake up. And I'm still. Oh, I'm still beating. I look up and I see Mario. He's like. <laughs> they can't see your. So face right now I'm making a crazy face with my eyes bug eyed. And that was Mario sitting on the bench. 
And, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy needs to go to bed. So I was, I was delusional. I got. I'll show you. I'll show you the video after uh, after we stop. Recording. But it was uh, it was Steph great took, because video when me. we um, when we stopped, we f- passed the. We, we we ran it in. We weren't fucking walking it in. And uh, that I saw that. Yeah, the, he just showed me a picture of him sleeping in the car. Oh, but, she was like talking to him. Like, what? oh you, yeah, she was. You didn't run a hundred miles. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I saw girl. that video. You saw, I showed you that one where I was. Dying. Yeah. But uh, man, passing the finish line was 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 emotional. We had a lot of people. A lot of people were crying. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Because we passed and we hugged and we teared up a little bit. They wanted to see us finish so bad. Yeah, and and then they, a lot of people around us were crying. It was it was a pre, it was pretty cool because everybody liked. They were rooting for us. Everybody at the aid stations were rooting for us because we were together. You know, the whole time. And you don't see that a lot. Like and, our we names, and our names are Mary and Luigi. It's funny, you know, and it's our real names. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it worked out, man. It was a lot of fun, and and I already miss it. I already miss doing going on adventures like that. So it's gonna happen again. Yeah, no, we we got we got a lot more going on, and 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 you know, we'll we'll do this again, and we'll talk about like other stuff. You know, if you want to do one, we talk about. Whatever else. Well, we got to talk about your life too. Yeah, We're gonna do that. Uh, We're gonna touch know, on all that. Then, and, you know, hopefully we kept everybody for this this amount of time. You know, we're an hour and twenty minutes in. Um, yeah, if you're still listening at this point and you were able to follow around and you know you're able to distinguish between which loop of what race <laughs> between the three fucking thirty two we miles. About, hey, look, we'll get better with time. But if you were able to follow this, you you know you're you're the real you're the real heroes here. Yep, you're a saint. You're a saint. It's probably harder to follow this shit than the hundred miler, right? Than it was for us to run it. So let's let's <clears throat> no, close. This, this has been awesome. Let's close it out, man. And uh, so that's that that concludes this episode, the first episode of Rest of Your Perception. Third version of it. Third version of the first episode. E3. <laughs> With Alex I mean, and Mario and myself, Luigi. I don't uh, know how I got here. <laughs> yeah, Alex is just hanging out. We're at... You know what I'm going to say? This podcast is brought to you by Atomic Training and Performance. Because that's where we're at right now. It is. And that's... Yeah, we that's, don't have a studio. That's Yeah, man. Fuck it. That's the gym that we go to. That's my gym. That's my wife's gym. That's what we do. And uh, it was a great time. And I had a blast, and we're going to do it again, and we're going to make this a thing. So thank you guys for listening, and Marv, thank you again. Alex, thank, thank you. you. You guys are awesome, and we had a great time. Any last words? Um, just super grateful for you know the ability to do all this stuff we're talking about, and, and I hope to continue to do it, and I hope that somebody hears this and is inspired to do something. Absolutely, baby. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you. Don't lose this one. Won't, we won't. (laughs) Talk to you soon.